Blog Talk Radio. I want to welcome everybody to the 110 Nation Sports Show. I am your host, Mr. CJ Sports. Glad to be back in the studio, the Carolina Sports Plus studio, on another Wednesday night. Looking forward to sitting down with my co-host, Mario, and talk all things sports. Mario, how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing interesting week, but I've been doing. Um, before we yeah, jump into yeah. uh, what, we, what we got scheduled for tonight, uh, first of all, make sure you guys follow us on Facebook, 110 Nation Sports. Check out my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. Make sure you check out the Carolina Sports Plus fan page, uh, Carolina Sports Plus. Mario, let them know where they can find you. Uh, find uh, Carolina Sports Plus. Um, the uh, actual location okay, well, and uh, and the webpage as well. Uh, all right, all right. We're located in Rayford, North Carolina, thirteen eighteen, Highway four hundred one business, and you can find us at carolinasportsplus dot com. You guys have not checked out their uh, fan page. Make sure you guys go over to Carolina Sports Plus. Um, they do a phenomenal job. A lot of uh, videos, a lot of new product, a lot of price comparison. I like that yes, that yes, you guys do that. Yes, yes. Um, let us let, let everybody know what they're saving um, going through you. Yeah. Um, let them know the let them know the one ten nation sent you. Uh, Mario, look out for you. Um, oh yeah, sure will. <laughs> it's been an interesting week. Um, you know. Week one, when we, we, we did this together, we had an agenda. Um, and kind of last minute, Tom Brady retires, kind of sends the agenda out the window. We get through part of it, which I told you, we wouldn't get through a whole agenda anyway. I would just rather have more yeah. topics and run out run out of time versus running out of topics and have yeah. too much time. Um, I went to uh, kind of put an agenda together, and then we had another GOAT. Um, we had a lot of Bron James that kind of uh, threw a wrench into even if I would have got a uh, um, agenda out yesterday, um, he would have thrown a whole wrench into it, and that's where we're going to start today. Um, LeBron James yeah. becomes the all-time scoring um, scoring person leader. I don't know what you want to call him. Um, scored the most, most points than any player in the history of the NBA, passing Kareem last night. Um, what's your thoughts about that? Uh, it was It was great to see. It was great to see, you know, nothing like seeing history, you know, well-deserved. You know, he's he's he's, checking, he's definitely taking good care of his body. And, oh, yeah. Uh, you know, he got longevity in him, so, you know, that's always a good thing. But ain't nothing like seeing his, history. How you feel about it? Well, one, I was going to say the same thing about body. It's It's amazing at what level he can play at at his age and what mm-hmm. – you would think more players would follow him and Tom Brady and invest into their body and take care of themselves the way, especially those two have. Um, you're, you're talking yeah. 20 years plus in each of them. Um, and LeBron still probably got uh, at least until Bronny plays a, a year or two in the league until he calls a quit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so it's been phenomenal what uh, LeBron has done. Um I agree. It's great to be able to see history, um, you know, and, and I, 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 I watch a lot of first things first with uh, Nick Wright, um, Wiley, and uh, Broussard, and they, they, bring up, they did bring up one thing that I thought was interesting, and, and maybe, maybe you know, 
I don't know if it's just because the record stood for so long or what, but it's not really such a big deal about being the scoring leader. I think LeBron being it, it was kind of a bigger, you know, kind of made of a thing. Yeah. But we, we know who the passing, all-time passing leader is. We, all, we know who the all-time rushing leader is. But they don't really – it wasn't like it was that big of a deal other than the fact it was just LeBron. And then that was more of I – th- I think that was more of hype on either ver- you liked him or you hate him versus if you thought yeah. he was the greatest or if Michael was the greatest yeah. kind of conversation, mm-hmm. not so much about the record itself. Yeah, I agree. That's a, that's a good statement there. I, de- I, de- I definitely agree with that. That's, that's- um. Do you think uh, we'll see anybody in our lifetime top LeBron James? No. Not not. I mean, not, it took a long one. Not, not. Yeah, not 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 in this not in this category. No. No. I say it took a long but, time uh, for uh, the yeah, cream to come taking down. So. Yeah. I was hearing some stats where somebody would have to come in the NBA and play. 16, 16 games and score at least 27 points per game without missing a game. In today's NBA, that's not going to happen. That's, that, yeah, that's I, saw, I, I heard another stat. It was something like 70 games a year averaging yeah. some ridiculous amount for like 20 yeah. years or some mm-hmm. in, in order mm-hmm. to make it happen. Yeah. Well, um, so. going to be playing less games. And you see players nowadays even playing less as it is. Even yeah. even the younger players trying trying mm-hmm. to preserve themselves um, and, and last longer um, career wise mm-hmm. and season wise. Um, your your most memorable or best memory you have of LeBron James up to this point in your life. Uh. I would, I would, I would say, I, I would honestly say, the block against Golden State. That was, that was real big because if he wouldn't have made that block, if he wouldn't have made that block, I think, I think they would have lost that that championship, and mm-hmm. things would look, look, look. I'm gonna say look a little bit different, but it would be, a, yeah, it would be a little different. So I, I would definitely say the 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 block against the backboard. In the NBA Finals against Golden State. Before going into mine, do you think if LeBron didn't win the championship at Cleveland, um, do you think? Well, let me word that different. Do you think the championship for Cleveland was that the most important out of all his championships? Oh yes, most definitely. That yeah. that was the most important just because of his background and Cleveland, the face of Cleveland. Like Fifty-two you know, so year drought. Yeah, yeah. But he did one thing I can honestly say, he handled the pressure well. You know, I, I don't you know, I don't agree with as far as like, you know, late games and balls and being dominant. You know what I mean? But he had it's nothing like watching history, but I would definitely say Cleveland that championship in Cleveland really really stood out, especially outside of Miami. Yeah. 
Um, I think the whole coming back 3-1 is probably my best mm-hmm. memory of the whole LeBron. I, I think it will always be. Um, I, every year when it comes back up on my timeline, because, of course, on my timeline when that happened, they had the, the clips of all the games, I think especially when they were down 3-1, and I think it was Clay Thompson. I think it was Clay Thompson that ran his mouth. Um, it was one of them, and LeBron replied to it in the press conference, and they showed clips of game, you know, game four, uh, I think five, six, and seven. Um, and they showed the block, and I, I think there was a couple shot or blocks. And they showed the alley-oop that J.R. Smith threw up there and um, just yeah. just how those last three games played out. And, of course, every year i got to watch it before I share it on my timeline. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also seeing – there's also another one I share, and that's um, – well, there's two of them. I can't remember the one, but the other one is a WWE event, and it talks about you see someone holding a sign talking about something to the, to the remarks of Gold State Blue, a 3-1 lead or something. Uh, you can see the sign in the background um, of a WWE event. Um, so it's always entertaining me. But, the, yeah, that whole, that whole coming back for 3-1 will probably be my best – um, best and favorite uh, memory. I did get a chance to watch Game 7 um, in North Carolina. As a matter of fact, we were at the uh, B-Dubs. Um, they were across from mm-hmm. Home Depot on uh, Skyboat Road. And uh, a buddy of mine, he happened to be from Cleveland as well. Um, we happened to go catch Game 7. And uh, I didn't know what it really meant, so I was sitting there watching a basketball game in a packed house, and look over and I see another grown man crying because we won a championship. Like, I, I, I don't know, maybe with Cleveland Browns win a championship, maybe I, that'll be something I do. I don't know. Um, it's, yeah. it's been a rough ride being a Browns fan, but uh, um, it kind of hit me like, wow, like it was that serious to somebody. Um, as much as I love sports and everything, I just never looked at it at a, as a level. And I, I mean, when I watch right now, and I've had an opportunity every year, like I say, share the video. It, it kind of like wow, like that was that was a ride. Like that, you know, it kind of hits a little bit different now. Now that I've gotten a chance to stand back. At that point in time, I think mm-hmm. I just didn't want to get my hopes up because being a Cleveland fan um, and everything yeah. to include being overseas and, and watching the Cleveland Indians losing Game Seven to the Florida Marlins, um, and then being yeah. part of the drive and the fumble and everything else. Like you mm-hmm. just learn not to get your hopes up. Um, but uh, yeah. Uh, it's going to be interesting moving forward because now that he's accomplished this, what, how he, how he carries on the rest of his career. Like now, you you're the you're the pinnacle. Like people can have this debate, and I've stayed away from asking you this question because uh, I don't like getting mm. in the debate of who are the greatest of all time. I, I feel that mm. during when Jordan when Jordan played, he was the greatest of all time. When Kobe that. That brief time between Kobe and LeBron, uh, or I'm sorry, Michael yeah. and LeBron, Kobe was the greatest. Now uh, LeBron is the greatest, and then you can now you can debate because you got an overlap of um, Giannis and, and Steph Curry, who you feel, and KD. Um, at this point, you can kind of debate who's the greatest now. Um, and some people still have the argument with LeBron. I, I think LeBron's maybe a little bit past. Um, there's some nights that he shines like he still could be the greatest right now. Um, I just hate having the argument 
the greatest of all time because the games have changed, the rules have changed, the level of competition. It's, it's just too many things have changed, um, and, and we'll never know. We'll, we'll never have a Michael in his prime versus a LeBron in his prime. So how can you dictate who is yeah. the greatest of all time? Um, that, that argument yeah. always blows my mind. But um, I'm just kind of curious how he's going to carry himself this for this point forward. Like, your fourth all-time in assists. You're the number one scorer of all time, and there's other records and other things that he has checked off on his accomplishment list. Um, the only thing really else you could do is just add more championships to your run. Um, and it's not like he could play a full like he did when he's a Miami or Cleveland um, full season into the level. He's, so now it's more of a team thing. It's not so much a him thing anymore. So to to what extent, how hard you try. I mean, obviously he still wants to win, but also I think the last box he wants to check off is be able to play basketball with his son. So do you kind of coast at this point so that you can prolong your career long enough to be able to play with Bronny? Um, are you still going to play at the same level that you've been playing even at this season? Because this season has been a pretty good season. Um, yeah. you know, there's really other, like I said, other than, and you're not even in the running for the playoff right now, I think you want 13th seed or something. So you're not even mm -hmm. actually on the inside, you're on the outside looking in. So to what level do you play at at this point? How, how important, you know, like I said, you've done, you're kind of at the top of everything right now. Yeah. Yeah. I just don't see. I just don't see him. I, I don't. I, I. I really don't see him as just far as being out there just, just coasting. I think. I think the object is to win. You know, at, at his age, even though they're not winning now. Mm -hmm. But I honestly believe that's the goal. You know what I mean? I don't really see. I don't. I don't. I don't really see LeBron just coasting and the numbers just falling. You know. He it's, definitely, definitely it's the goal. It's the goal. But at this point, I want. Yeah. I, I'm never going to doubt his integrity to the game. But at yeah. this point, I really wonder what's more important, making it long enough to be able to play with his son or putting his body through hell to win championships and possibly not be there to play with his son. Like, oh, no, I think his son, is on, his son is on the top of the list. He already made. I think he already made that known. You know what I mean? That, yeah. He, he, so I, 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 I can I can say that. I just wouldn't be surprised if he took an extra night off more than he was planning on, oh, knowing yeah. he's done, accomplished yeah. all that. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, yeah. obviously he's not going to stand around twirling his thumbs and, and not participating, yeah. but I just I – just, I just question whether or not it's going to be to the same, yeah, I, I, I same amount throughout the season. But congratulations to LeBron. Um, yeah, I was glad at one point in time. You know, the man from man from Akron was able to bring a championship championship home to Cleveland. Um, like mm -hmm. I said last week, though I'm a fan of my team, so you know Cleveland plays y'all and plays LeBron whenever it's you know screw LeBron. That's <laughs> just the way I am. I yeah. am Cleveland all the way. Um, I will cheer yeah. for you when you're part of my team, but I, I'm not going to uh, um, not congratulate something that probably we'll never see again in our lifetime, and it may never that record may never be beat again. I don't know. What's that? 
You think he's going to win a championship before he retires? You think he's staying in L.A. I think, if he wins it? I think, I think he's contracted. I think his contract will stay year to year so he can go to wherever Bronny gets drafted. Um, okay. I don't know if he'll win another one in L.A., um, I, I don't know okay. to what, how far Bronny's away from being um, be able to be drafted and everything else. Um, as the team stands, no, I don't think they win a championship. I think mm-hmm. you had a chance to better yourself, and we're going to talk about the trade that happened um, versus the current situation you're in. But unless they come off some of these draft picks that he's holding on to, um, the GM, I can't think of his name to save my life right now, um, kind of looks like Rob Lowe, yeah. if I remember correctly. Yeah. Um, yeah. And, and and they make some serious moves in the offseason. I can't see it. To me, um, Westbrook, I one, it blew my mind that – and this is kind of getting off topic, but Westbrook wins the MVP for doing a triple-double. And the first player since Oscar Robinson to do a triple-double, so you give him the MVP. Mm-hmm. Then he becomes the only player to win, go two seasons with triple-double, goes back-to-back, but you give the MVP to James Harden, which I'm confused by that because the main reason you gave him the, uh, the MVP of the year was because of what he did, and he did the same thing, and the only player to ever do it twice, and you didn't reward him with going back-to-back. But he's a shell of that player. He's no longer that that Westbrook. Not that yeah. I was big on shooting sixty times so you can get a triple double because you're getting your own rebounds and yeah. you're getting, you know, you, yeah. you're bound to put a bucket in there. Um, AD can't stay healthy enough. Um, you just don't have because of the contracts the supporting cast that can help you win a championship this year. Um, and, and so unless some serious moves happen and even possibly someone willing to take some pay cuts, I, I just don't see them assembling a team in L.A. It's going to take one hell of a miracle run for them to win a championship in L.A. And I just don't see him committing himself to anybody. I don't see him. I, I, I think his contract should be one year at a time just so he has that opportunity to go play with his son um, and then be able to call it a, a call it a career. Um, I, I will, and I think we talked about this, and I might have briefly talked about it, or we did talk about it. I do, and they brought it up as well when I was watching the show today. I do compliment him for the person he's been off the court with the schools, um, oh, yeah. the school that he built, to, to never have any off the court issues, never any um, cheating on the mm-hmm. wife issues, never no nothing like a clean slate yeah. through, like he has walked the the walk, and yeah. uh, you know I I may not That's I may not agree I- with everything, poli- yeah. Um, and he's the only one that they were talking about this today as well. The only one that's lived up to the hype. Uh, everybody else has always been overhyped and, and never was able to live up to the hype. And they, you know, he's definitely exceeded the hype. What we thought he was going to do in LeBron or doing coming out of high school. Um, but I, I do got to compliment the fact that you know all the way 
joining the league, being worth millions of dollars, 18 years old, and be able to walk that walk and, and not get in any trouble. I, I couldn't imagine having millions of dollars just laid in my lap at 18 years old and yeah. walked. You know, I've, I've not walked a perfect life, and I hardly got money. I oh, couldn't no. imagine yeah, yeah, I walking like a perfect life. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Um, <laughs> so, a major, major shout out for that as well. Uh, we did have a big trade this uh, this last week, Friday, as a matter of fact, and, and we were going to talk about, yes, you know, the fact that uh, Kyrie Irving wanted to be traded. That was the last thing I sent you. Um, and it even auto-corrected to some other names. Something it might have been Julius Irving's or somebody that they yeah, auto-corrected to. That woke up the next day and he was already dealt um, to the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah. I tell you yeah. what, this to me has been an interesting, interesting path for Kyrie Irving. You're you're with LeBron James. You win a championship. Um, the next year, yeah. Uh, the next year, you could have won a championship, and I forget what exactly. I think everybody got hurt. And, and I think the year before, everybody was – I think we were missing players. We didn't have Kevin Love the year before, and I, don't, I just don't think we are up to it. We win a championship, and the next year, I think everybody – we had a bunch of injuries, and we still ran it pretty close. And mm-hmm. you no longer wanted to be the Robin to Batman. You wanted to be the man. Yeah. Um, yep. So you go to Boston and you have an opportunity to be the man. You wasn't the man, um, and so you kind of take a Robinish role going to the Nets because you know that KD is going to be the man, and it's even debatable whether or not you was Robin or if not farther down yeah, the food chain because you got James Harden. Um, and with KD bringing KD brought him, KD brought him with him. You know what I mean? To, to yeah. Brooklyn. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's okay. So now you couldn't handle it in Cleveland being the side sidekick. Uh, mm-hmm. It's debatable. I don't, I don't know what goes through his mind because you had the flat earth thing. You had, <clears throat> I understand making a stand for the, the, the vaccine, the COVID-19 think, vaccine. Yeah. I, yeah. I know people on both sides of the aisle, and honestly, mm-hmm. um, if it wouldn't have been for the fact that I had to have my vaccine in order to go to Cancun two years ago, the trip that I worked hard for, I don't know if I'd ever got the vaccine. Even though my, I yeah. got it, my store, yeah. then my job paid yeah. me $150 to get them all, I don't know if I yeah. got, got it, would have or, or wouldn't have got it. Probably yeah. wouldn't have got it. Yeah. I don't even get the flu yeah. shots. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, I, I, but I, I – yeah. But I can understand his stance and say, look, you know, this is my body. You know, I – okay. Um, then you go on this whole anti, anti-Semitic stuff, and I believe it had to do with the Jews and stuff. I didn't get into all that. Yeah. Um, which caused a whole issue, and I think he even lost sponsorships, uh, Nike deal or whatever he had. Mm-hmm. Um and so then you come out and you look. I'm not leaving my boy KD. This, that, and the other. Then like the next day or two, hey, I want to be traded. I, I don't. Kyrie Irving to me, and, and he didn't even play a full season over at Duke. Um, and he got hurt, yeah. and I was yeah. kind of surprised Cleveland even drafted him uh, because of the fact that you didn't get a really a good sample size of him played even at the college level. Um, 
Cleveland took a chance. It worked out great. Um, Boston, I mean, when he played, he played great, but it just didn't work out. And Boston, but to me, Kyrie Irving was one of those players, one of those players that probably if he would have just done the path that LeBron did, just played basketball, just just put the blinders on, took care of his body, played basketball, probably could have went down as one of the best point guards, if not all time, in at least our era from from when we watched basketball. Easily. Okay. He has the skills. He, he he could dribble the ball. He's a good passer. Um, and, and, you know, the nights he's got to score, he can score. Um, but instead, he, he's one of those players to me that let every little nonsense, like, why are we worried about the, the earth's flat? Like, obviously, you know, like, I don't even know at this point who even believes that. Um, and obviously there's people out there who believe it. Um, but he let nonsense, meaningless stuff distract what he was doing on the court or what, uh, as a player, he could have been. And it's really a... It, it's really disheartening because, like, you, I firmly believe, and I'm I'm not a Duke fan. I was very anti the fact that we drafted him, uh, being a Cleveland fan. But after watching him and seeing what he could do, I'm a firm believer that he could have been one of the greats. And it kind of, yeah. kind of like he yeah. wasted it. Now you go to Dallas, which don't get me wrong, this year makes you a strong contender. But how long yeah, does. does he? How long? Then, how long does he stay on the court and play like he's supposed to, yeah. and not go off the rails? And how long does it take before him and Luca's personalities clash? It's going. It's going. Uh, you got some breaking news. <laughs> Lakers uh, about to land D'Angelo Russell, and Malik Beasley, and the trade that seen Mike Conley to the Timberwolves. And Russell Westbrook and a first round pick to the Jazz. Oh wow! Yeah, you know, you know, the Russell C- Westbrook C- and, and and Coach Ham got into it last night at halftime. No, I didn't see that. I was in bed by seven o'clock yeah, yeah. last night, so I missed everything last night. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, they got into it at halftime, and and now now day after, Russell Westbrook about to be traded. But yeah, that uh, that trade with Kyrie, I, I totally, I totally understand, I totally understand that. But he got, excuse me, he got to come out. We're gonna see how he plays tonight. I'm ready to see. I, I, I want to see him play at ten o'clock. I know, I, I know that. But uh, he got to come out. It's a contract year. He wants four years and a lot of money. So we're gonna see, we're gonna see him act right for, you know, probably for the end of the year. But what happens after? You know what I mean? What yeah. happens after he gets his due contract? Or what team is willing to give him four years? But he hasn't lasted four years since since when? Cleveland? He what he made Cleveland four years or three? He made Cleveland four, I believe. You know, I believe. So, so now he wants yeah, now he wants a contract for four years, but what team is willing to sign him for four years? Now I want to sign you Every year or every two years, maybe even every year, to, just to keep your honest, because I already know something's gonna come up. <laughs> you're gonna be unhappy about something. He's yeah. gonna come. He's gonna come to my office and want to trade. You know. So do you now think this was a? a sh- do you think what? this was a short term 
you think this is a short term for Dallas just a fix for this year and hope to make a championship yeah. this year or do you yeah, think just, do you think they have this this no. year? He, yeah, he ain't saying Dallas. Uh, you know, even by him going to Dallas, even by him going to Dallas, everybody knew he knew, the owner of the Nets knew, everybody knew he wanted to come to LA. You know, but just by the net not the Nets owner just wanted him to you know, not wanting to go to L.A., you know. So it was kind of spite on both ends, you know. The owner wouldn't let him go to L.A., so he's going to find any other deal that he can get besides the deal in L.A. And then the deal that he wanted to get in L.A. was – say what? you think the Nets feared the Lakers more with Kyrie Irving than they feared Dallas with Kyrie Irving? I think yeah, I think yeah, but I just I feel like I feel like the I feel like the owner I, I think the NBA too wouldn't want wouldn't want Kyrie just saying he wants to trade, knowing he wants to go go to LA and then he goes. You know what I mean? I I don't think the NBA wants that. You know, and I feel like every owner every owner doesn't want that either. You know, because not everybody's gonna want to trade, and I want to play here. You know what I mean? So I'm not I'm not obligated to make you happy. You know, I still got you under contract, and I'm still, you know, paying you to live your life. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. it goes hand in hand. But I don't see them staying in Dallas. Maybe they have a good run. But Dallas, I think Dallas is going to need help just because they're going to have to think about what's going to happen when both of them are on the court. You know, Kyrie Irving played Batman before. Yeah, he has for LeBron James, but both of them dribble. Both of them are in pick yeah, and roll. Yeah, both of them want that day. ball. You know what I mean? Both of them, both of them are in pick and roll the whole game. You know, isolation. You know, they they both play isolation basketball, so the ball is in their hands. You know what I mean? So it's just that's going to be a just I know that. Score, but I know most sure. of. Uh, I think I think most of Luke or I'm sorry, most of Irving's time needs to be played when Luke is on the bench because I know that they they fall off dramatically while he's on the bench. Yeah, uh, so they yeah. need to make sure yeah, when sure. when the, when they doing that play time, yeah. there's going to be some overlap, yeah. but Kyrie yeah, Irving needs yeah. to be filling in that gap. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Both of them can Jason Kidd, I think Jason Kidd understands what's going on, and he's been around basketball long enough, and we both know. Both of them can, cannot be on the bench at the same time if they're not in foul trouble. No. That's just a given. That's just a given right now. If Luke is sitting down, Kyrie Irving's in the game. They may come back in and play together for about three good minutes, Kyrie Irving sits down. When Luka gets tired, Kyrie Irving come back in. Luka going to come in, play a little bit more with Kyrie, then Kyrie going to go sit down. But on the court, if they're both healthy, one of them has to be on the court at all times, at all times. There's no, there's no, there's no playing no basketball, and, and both of them are on the court, all on the bench. Um, another topic in the NBA. I want to say it's Mo Rant, but I might be wrong. Um, Dallas, or not Dallas, but the Grizzly Memphis uh, Grizzly uh, Memphis Grizzlies. There we go. Uh, played the Cleveland Cavaliers one day last week. Is my pick. I think it was the last time I did a sports bet game. And uh, I want to say it's Morant, but uh, what looked to be intentional, he said it was, even though he defended himself and said it wasn't intentional. Looked like he uh, punched. Uh, Donovan Mitchell, uh, Mitchell in the uh, yeah yeah that's, um, yeah, that's, yeah 
Do you believe it was uh, unintentional or that looks yeah. looks pretty intentional yeah, to me? He did, yeah, he did. What, what, he did it. He did it right. But their their whole mm-hmm. their whole scheme of what they got going on and how they play basketball, I feel like they're pressure they're pressuring themselves a little bit too much because they're not built like that yet. They haven't won anything. Mm-hmm. They haven't really done anything to really feel like they deserve you know, the attention or the love or the respect, you know, and how they play is kind of like, you know, you're in Memphis, you know, not saying nothing against Memphis, but we already know how Memphis get down, you know what I mean? But that's how, that's how, that's how they play. That's how they play, but they don't, they're not winning no championships playing like that, but they want the respect of a Golden State you know what I mean? It, uh, it seems like they're getting a little aggravated, and it's getting to be where they're playing a little bit more and more dirty and running their mouth a little bit yeah, more. Yeah. They, they've mm-hmm. not solidified themselves, so nobody takes them. Nobody takes them as the, they're the Lakers that just won a championship yeah. a couple of years ago, or take yeah. them as Golden State, or, or take them as you know Phoenix, who played up until and, and lost in the finals. You know, they they're. They're just being taken as Memphis, and it's almost like it's pushing a button where, you know, I I don't know if he necessarily meant to punch him in the where he punched him, yeah, he but he definitely meant to punch him. Um, I, I would say the odds are he knew what he was punching, but, yeah. Yeah. One more. I got one question for you. I got one question for you. Do you think, well, how do you feel about that L.A. Lakers championship in the bubble. How do you feel about that? How do you feel about a champ- national championship in the bubble at Disneyland and not traveling, no family, no stadium, no nothing? How do you feel like that? Do you think do you, how how do you feel about that? I don't think anything less of it a championship's a championship. Okay. Uh, okay. I look at I look at it as they had to adapt and overcome a a global pandemic. Um, they adjusted better than everybody else. They had the best team. You know, it had to be hard to be secluded from everybody. You had to stay in a hotel. You couldn't have friends. You couldn't have family. There, there's a lot of things they had to do without in, in order to yep. play. No fans. You know, in some of these games, that helps change the momentum. One of my greatest memories when it comes to the NBA, and this is going to sound so stupid, but before I joined the military in high schools, so it was probably early 90s when it was the Charlotte, back with the original Charlotte Hornet days, when you had Larry Johnson, Alonzo Morning, Lovey Bogues, Kendall Gill, and to, oh, to, to, yeah, yeah. Yeah. to hear that stadium just erupt and to, to see that Hornet light up, um, just watch it. I wasn't even a fan of the Hornets. Like, it was yeah. just insane to me just to see the crowd get into it like they did. Um, yeah. Not have that. There's a lot of things. That, and I know some people discredit it, and I'm asking you the same thing. I know people discredit it, but the other teams had the same opportunities, had to go through the same things. Um, that's mm-hmm. just like when, being a NASCAR fan, and people ask, well, how do you feel about this person winning a race when it was short because of rain? Well, it's still the win. They just strategized themselves to be out front when the rain happened. You know, it took different strategy. You had to make sure that you were out front, so therefore you had to pit differently, or you had to take a chance of running out of gas or not changing tires or whatever the 
case was so you could be out front when that caution was thrown and the race was canceled. Um, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel that there's different different things happen in different sports, but it doesn't change my opinion on a, on a championship, um, mm-hmm. especially this one because everybody was on everybody was on the same play field. It wasn't like everybody had to go to L.A. and L.A. had their fans and nobody else, you know. Everybody mm-hmm. was on the same play field. Everybody had to stay in a hotel. Nobody got family. You know, you were secluded from the world in order to make this happen. No fans, wearing masks, all this other stuff. Um, so I, I don't, and I don't know why. And before I continue on, what's your opinion on it? Do, do you look? You think anything else of the championship? Hello. Oh, where'd you go? Did I bump you? Uh, hold on, hello? hold on. I got to do it again because I, somehow you were muted. Um, so did you think anything less of them as, uh, as the championship? Um, uh, I'm kind of, I'm kind of, I'm kind of on the 60 40, of the, I wouldn't say, I don't I, count it. I wouldn't say I don't count it, but I'm on a 60 40 on the other end. You know what I'm saying? I explain it. Cause I want to hear this because I, I don't, I, I don't understand. So explain this to me. It's, as far as the traveling, you know, being secluded. I won't even say I won't even say secluded because it was just it was just a AAU basketball tournament. You know what I mean? Where everybody knew everybody. Everybody was you know going fishing. Everybody was you know in the sauna on Disneyland. But it's just I don't know. It just feels kind of off. You know, with COVID, then three months you had three months two two and a half months break. In between when the season stops and the season starts back up, you know, no crowd, you know, no pressure. It just it just feels it just feels like, you know sixty forty. You know, it does it, it is a championship, you know. It it is what it is, but it just it's just a little iffy to me. Just to me. May I may you know I mean? everybody got their own opinion, but it's just it's just to me. I'm not. There's a, a lot. You know, like there's a lot. Just, go ahead. There's a lot of people in the same boat as you, and it blows mm-hmm. my mind. I never, until it was a conversation, I never thought anything less of it or thought anything of it. And I'm like, mm-hmm. because I don't know. I just look at it as everybody's in the same play field. Um, the whole brand, yeah, but I, honestly, high, to me, that just made high. it. If you get hot in the gym, that's like just going to the gym every day. You going to the same gym every day. And you playing in the same gym, and if you get hot, you get hot one or two games, you are gonna stay hot for a while. But everybody, you know, what I mean, it's just, you know, it's just, it's but just everybody different. got everybody had that same opportunity. That's yeah, that's the whole thing. Yeah, if, I, I agree with that part. I agree with that. That's what I cry. Every every, every every bit of it was the same for everybody. So uh, and even the yeah, break, I, 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 I understand there was a break, but that at least. Let us go into a playoff that, for the most part, everybody was healthy and rested, too. So it should have provided the best playoff basketball we got to see because there should have been hardly any injuries and nobody fatigued at that, time, at that point as well. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I, I, don't know, I, yeah. I guess I'm just different. I, just, I never gave it a thought. But I'm also the same person that believes that 
without a shadow of a doubt, there should not be an asterisk next to Barry Bonds. I'm not going to say I'm delusional and don't think he ever did did do anything, but he still accomplished what he accomplished. Um, You're going to tell – and my my whole point when talking about Barry Bonds, so you're going to tell me that Roger Maris – is the only person that could at that point in time, or I don't know if anybody's ever done a more 61, other than Barry Vaughns, Mark McGuire, and Sammy Sosa, that all, well, two of them have come out and said they juiced up, and Barry Bonds has always denied it. So you're going to tell me that Roger Maris didn't do anything special, that he is the only human in the history of baseball that could hit 61 home runs, that the only three people that could beat him had to have juice. Like, I, I find that just yeah. odd that – I don't know. I, I <laughs> they ain't test for stuff. We all know that Babe Ruth did cocaine and played basketball or played baseball. So you gonna mm-hmm. tell me that there's not a chance that Roger Maris wasn't on something as well? If he's the only yeah, one that can hit this amount of home runs, <laughs> you, you do a little, you do a little cocaine and baseball. You do a little cocaine and baseball. You're gonna be a lot stronger, a lot faster. You're gonna pay a little bit more attention. Your drilling gonna be rushing a little bit more. But it's just, it's just, you know how it is. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one more, one more basketball thing, and, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, okay. the big rival for you took round one. Did, did Duke and UC did play this last week, didn't they? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. Yeah, they did. How'd that play yeah, out just... for your team? See, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tar, I'm a Tar Heel fan. Okay, so I know. You know, even though even though we lost, I can I can you know man. Oh, you lost. Happened. I didn't you know. know the, I did. I didn't know the yeah. actual results. So that's why I was asking. Yeah, we we lost, but but I can honestly say, the Duke fans around here still have a lot of get back to do just because of what happened. <laughs> last year. year with us. You know that's something. That's something. You know that's something that you can never take away. You know. For you won't be never you can't you you know what I mean as far as Duke fans that's all you got to bring up and just gonna get a mad you know what I mean because we can handle losses everybody loses you know we done lost plenty of times we done lost plenty of times against Duke but at the same token with Coach K retiring the way he did and losing against us the way he did makes it you know makes something where championships you know championships are good. But what happened to Duke last year is just as good as a championship, and that's gonna stay. That's gonna stay around a lot longer, you know. what I mean, just besides a, a loss, you know, last week. So I, that's that's the way I feel about it. I don't mind losing. It's an interesting robbery. Um, you know, yeah, being a yeah, Buckeye yes, and having yeah, having our robbery yes, in Michigan, like it gets yeah, it gets to be intense. Um, I worked yeah. in. Uh, Durham for, I don't know, eight months to a year. Um, we actually provided food for the Duke uh, when I worked at Brooklyn in Durham. Um, we actually provided their lunch or their halftime meals for half the season or the pregame meals, one of them, I can't remember. Um, we did their home games for one season. Um, but I spent probably five or six years bouncing in Chapel Hill, and I was actually there bouncing when I think – I want to say it was 08. I think it was 08 mm-hmm. season when Tyler Hansbury and um, all of them won the championship. Um, that yep. was one of the most insa- insane experiences I've ever, ever got to be a part of. Um, I, I, I bounced at a club at the corner of Henderson and Rosemary. It was called PTs at the time. I um, yeah, ended up bouncing about yeah. four or five. 
four or five different places in. Um, but just the loudness of it, the insanity, the lines up the road and everything. Um, I, I, I love Chapel Hill. That was that was probably my favorite gig all time bouncing was in Chapel Hill. I was there I was there during that time when they came back and beat Michigan. I was in Chapel Hill that whole day and night where we partied with them. We went to Dean Center. We we uh, saw them bring the trophy in, getting out the bus. So I can definitely say it was definitely a good time around that time, for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and Chapel Hill is funny because if, when they're winning, life is great and bars are busy yeah. and business is good. Yeah, but, yeah, but when that team yeah, is not good, was, like I watched – I watched, oh, yeah. yeah. Is I watched them lose to Ohio State in the NIT like a year or two later in the mm-hmm. NIT tournament. Um, when business yeah. is, when they're not winning, business is horrible, and nobody wants yeah, to go yeah, anywhere out yeah, there. Yeah. That's the way. That's the same way now, and that's how it is now. Just now is Duke losing, Carolina losing, and the Panthers losing. So you already know how it is in North Carolina right now. <laughs> There's no oh. going on right now as far as. As far as teams like that. We did get to it last week, so uh, bound to determine we're going to get it to this week. Um, we didn't give our okay. Super Bowl picks for this upcoming weekend. Um, okay. Of course, they got the, uh, the Super Bowl. We got the uh, Philadelphia Eagles and the Kansas City mm-hmm. Chiefs. Um, mm-hmm. I don't... I'm kind of mixed emotions with this Um, because to this point, I I don't know if it's the fact that he used to go to Alabama and and I, I almost dislike, I'm not going to say dislike, I almost hate Alabama um, football program as much as I hate Michigan being a Buckeye. Um, Mm -hmm. But, I know in the playoffs, Jalen Hurst has not impressed me any. I mean, he only threw for, what, 122 yards or so. He he, he impressed me. But then you've got Mahomes on the other side. I I know he's putting on a good front, but I don't think he's 100% at this point either. No, he's not. But I would rather take a injured Mahomes over Hurts. I would probably take an injured Mahomes over almost half the league quarterbacks at this point. Um, after we watched what he did last or two weeks ago against Cincinnati, um, yeah, plays good game. I know that that Philadelphia defense has been on point this year. Um, I know last week or two weeks ago, the Chiefs defense played on point, but it's not always played on point. Um, Andrew, Andy Reid is a much better coach. Um, mm-hmm. Of course, Kansas City has got the best tight end in the game right now. I know mm-hmm. that their top receivers are down. I don't know how questionable they are to return for the Super Bowl, but I, I know that um, they took a hit, big hit um, against Cincinnati because I know Shushu and um, somebody else went down um, against Cincinnati and didn't return in that game. Um, but being a betting man that I am, I'm going to take the team with the best coach and the best quarterback because that's your one and two right there. I'm going to take the Chiefs. Um, I just don't see the Eagles. I, I just don't see it. Yeah. Well, 
You take the Chiefs, and I'm taking the Eagles. Well, my defense Why are you is, taking the Eagles? Everything, well, yeah, everything you said is true. Yeah, everything. Mahomes is good, and uh, Reed is a good coach. They got a good tight end. But I'm taking the Eagles because I like their offensive line, their defensive line, and I like their running game. Now, honestly, I think Hurts, I don't think he's healthy, healthy. You know, but I'm not I'm not an Alabama fan, but I like Jalen Hurts' story. He's a, he, fits, he fits Philadelphia and how they run their city and how he's running their team right now as far as you know, all the stuff that he had to overcome just to get to the Super Bowl where people believe in him that he's actually there. So, because I remember at the beginning of the season, everybody wanted to trade first-round picks for Russell Wilson to have them have him in the Eagles. So, I, I understand the the quarterback part, but I just like I like their running game. I like their offensive line. I like their def- defensive line. I think their corners. I think their corners can handle the wide receivers, and I feel like the defensive line can get to Mahomes. Can get to Mahomes, and and hopefully they can control the clock, and you know come out with fourteen, twelve, and thirteen play drives, and keep Mahomes on the bench, and see how that goes. Now, if it's a shootout, now if it comes out the game and it's fourteen three, Kansas City, uh, yeah. But if the Eagles come out and it's ten to three, Eagles in the first quarter, second quarter, you know, then then it's gonna be a little different. But it's I think it's gonna be a good game. But if the Kansas City gets a jump and gets a lead, I think the Eagles are in trouble. But if the Eagles can hold the ball and keep Patrick Mahomes on the bench and keep him third down, you know, the first third downs, and if he goes one for four and third downs, starting off the game, they have a great chance. So, well, I'm just going to leave it at that. But uh, I hope hopefully it's going to be a good game. Hopefully it's going to be a good game. I hope so, too. Either way it goes, I hope it's close. There's nothing worse than you only having yeah. one game yeah. and yeah. it's a blowout. Like, yeah, I don't. Yeah. Both Super Bowls because I don't have a. I ain't had a dog in the fight in the Super Bowl ever. Um, so mm-hmm. I just rather it be a close game. I there's yeah, nothing worse than a blowout yeah. game, and you only yeah. got one game to watch, and it's blowout. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was, was kind of what was great about. Uh, yeah. Um, outside of the Philadelphia game, as well as great about most of these playoff games, uh, except for the 49ers and the Ulster quarterbacks, most of the games were close. So they were, they were fun mm-hmm. to watch, regardless if you had a dog in the fight or not. Um, yeah. Yeah. Last weekend we had the Pro Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Before I give my thoughts on it, what's your thoughts on the Pro Bowl? I think the Pro Bowl, uh, I think eventually, I don't know. You know, I don't know what football going to be like in, in 20 years from now or 10 years from now, but the change is definitely going to happen. I don't, I'm don't. i not saying they're going to be playing flag football on Sundays 20 years from now, but we really don't know. You know, and and how they're playing it is just, I feel like they're kind of leading up to something, you know, but I don't, I don't like it. I don't, I don't like it, honestly. I'd rather they just – Say who the All Pros or who the Pro Bowl roster is. You know the the competition thing was cool as far as the quarterbacks 
you know, throwing at throwing at uh, machines or bulls eyes. Right. You know, that mm-hmm. was good. You know, so and I used to like what they used to do back in the days as far as, you know, uh, Daryl Green and Charles Woodson racing. You know, that that kind of that kind of was different and, and felt good. But, but as far as an mm-hmm. all-star game or a Pro Bowl, having flags, you know, I didn't, I didn't really, I, to be honest, I didn't, I didn't watch it. You know, I didn't, I didn't really sit down and look at it, but it's not my cup of tea. So, you know, I'll, I'd rather just go with saying the names and having a skill competition and just calling it a weekend. Yeah. Um, how do you feel? I have not watched a Pro Bowl. I've not watched a Pro Bowl game. I couldn't say how long. Um, yeah. If you, if you okay. want to have a, a, a talent contest or, uh, you know, whatever it was called. I forget what you just called it. Um, where the quarterback throws in the moving target or, you know, mm-hmm. different drills, even an NBA three-point contest, dunk contest. Mm-hmm. And also go back yeah. to the old dunk contest. There's new – you can do 20 dunks and only one of them counts. That's old. I, I go back to the old ways of doing it. Um, I'm fine with that. Mm-hmm. But uh, – I know, I know the Major League Baseball at one point in time, I don't know if they changed the rule or not. I think they changed it. But whoever won, that was who got home field advantage in the World Series. I like that. There was a purpose yeah. and a yeah, reason like to that. win the game. Yeah. I like that. I, like um, that. I think the NHL might have done something at one point in time. I'm not 100% sure. I know NASCAR, they pay a million dollars to the winner of their all-star race. So there's a reason to win. Um mm-hmm. I, I would like to see either you do these little competition things and make it fun because nobody wants to watch. I'm sorry, but when you have the best of the best of the NBA and they're scoring 190 yeah. to 200 points each or the NFL and you're playing flag football, which was a rule they changed this week, which is getting us closer to um, some way to tackle they're trying to make it illegal, yeah. Um, yeah. which is getting yeah. closer yeah. to flag yeah. football. The, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, if you're going to have an all-star game, if you're going to have the best of the best out there, make a purpose so they actually play. Like, I, I you know, watching film of the old, old Pro Bowl games where they actually hit each other and then watching mm-hmm. flag football, there's, you know, uh, like yeah. I said, I, I, I like the fact that baseball made a purpose or NASCAR's made a purpose. Yeah. And I wish these other sports. Mm-hmm. Um, I can understand the NFL and the injuries. So do away with it and just do different competition things, make it interesting, passing, field goal kicks, you know, whatever the case may be, and, and make it an interesting weekend or not have anything at all and just name, all, you know, Pro Bowl teams or whatever or who was all defensive teams or whatever. Basketball, to me, has no reason not to – it's not as physical. I understand injury is still going to happen, but have a purpose for the game. Or do away with it as well. Just do the dunk contest, three-point contest. Maybe have a different kind of skills competition where you got to pass through a tire or, you know, show off your yeah. passing skills or something. Just something to have a purpose other than watching the best of the best score 200 points against the best of the best that scored 190 points. Like, it's, there's no point. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no – defense there's no nothing there's really no um sean payton um coach of the denver broncos um already said that uh russell wilson's not going to have his personal quarterback coach um in the building um make put his foot down make some changes um this is going to be interesting in denver um i don't know if we've seen i don't know if we've seen we're on the back end of russell wilson's career 
or he just so. got too comfortable. Mm-hmm. So we're about to see what what Peyton, uh, Sean Payton can do with Russell Wilson. Um, if it's time to move on and Denver add a lot of money, or can you turn things around? This is going to be interesting in, in Denver. Yeah, it, it really is. And, and it has to, to, to actually think about it, to be real. It has to work. You know, there's not, you know, we gave they gave up draft picks for Russell Wilson and money, and they gave up draft picks for the head coach. You know what I mean? So they're kind of, they're kind of. I feel like they're going all in. You know, this has, they, this has to work. You know, there's no, there's no getting off of it because it costs too much. That's crazy to me to hear that. Knowing that Sean Payton has been out of the NFL for a couple of years, and this uh, Denver Broncos still had to give up draft picks to get Sean Payton from the New Orleans Saints yeah. when he's been working yeah. for ESPN or whatever, or at least mm. been on the Colin Cowherd and every other show yeah. and doing football yeah. shows for God knows how long at this point. Um, how do you feel about? How do you feel like even like even like even like even that question? How do you feel about Sean Payton? Is he really a proven? Is he really a proven coach? You know, what I mean, the only title he won was a was the one with uh, when they was cheating. You know, but besides that, besides that but, right there, they really they really haven't done nothing. You know, Katrina really helped them out. You know, what I mean, as far as getting them his name out there when they was going through all that. But you know, what what has he really done but, outside that season? And having a quarterback, that but did he did Go ahead. But but did he really cheat? Just because he put a pound, just because he wanted his yeah. defense to hurt somebody. Yeah. I mean, every defense. I'm yeah. I'm not going to be delusional. Uh, I think this is the only yeah. coach that yeah. hey, you need you need to hurt him. Like you need to yeah. you uh, need to eliminate. Uh, I'm uh, sure. Uh, yeah. I am sure that uh, there's yeah. been offensive line yeah. offensive coaches saying, "Look, we need yeah. Luke Luke Kukli or however the hell you said his name for the Panthers on your team. Yeah. Hey, we need yeah. him to be eliminated. We yeah. don't need him to be a problem yeah. with our quarterback." Yeah. So I, yeah. I'm not I delusional. Think, think, think that. You got a good quarterback, and Drew Brees it was accurate, but he was also undersized. So to me, that took you know some game planning on, on an undersized quarterback. Yeah. Um, I, I think that yeah, and he's got to be a few. You, you know, he's got you also got to depend on your receivers being where they're at because you're not necessarily yeah. seed over these six foot six yeah. offensive linemen yeah. all the time. Uh-huh. Um, so for, for Russell Wilson's benefit, that might be beneficiary because he knows what it's like to coach an undersized quarterback, a more accurate and a better arm quarterback. But Russell Wilson was also more mobile, um, than what Sean Payton was. Not that Sean Payton wasn't, but Russell Wilson's been more mobile. Um, so I, I think it's, I think it's going to come down to the pieces around those two. Um, I, as long as Russell Wilson is all in on listening to Sean Payton, I think it'll have to do with the pieces they put around him, receiver, offensive line, that left tackle. Um, so, you know, that last year, you know, there was a lot of sacks going on. So as long as they can protect – well, last year he was in Seattle anyway. I, I remember last year. Um, so as long as they can protect uh, Russell Wilson, as long as he's all in on what Sean Payton game plan he comes up with, they may be all right. Because I mean, 
You don't know what the deal is in, in, in Las Vegas at this point because Derek Carr is gone, and we don't know who's going to take over that. Um, San Diego, they got Justin Herbert, but their coach has proven not to get them any further oh, yeah. where they're at. Um, and, and so, really, you only got to overcome Kansas City at this point. Uh, so, and you could win a wild card spot easily in the air. I'm not going to say easily, but um, you should be able to because uh, look, the AFC South is usually one team. Usually, one team wins it, and, and, and Jacksonville won it when it wasn't that great of a record. The North yeah. is your biggest battle because usually Pittsburgh, Baltimore, and Cincinnati are usually mm-hmm. all neck to neck running and take a wild card or spot or two. Um, and then your East right now, you none of those teams really stand out in the East. Um, New England doesn't stand out. The Jets don't stand out. Uh, Miami, I think they're the ones that won this year, or maybe not. They're, they don't stand out, and I forget who else is even in the East right at this moment, top of my head. So, I mean, you have a legitimate chance, if not taking that division, getting a wild card spot, as long as everybody is all in and everybody kind of yeah. falls into line what Sean Payton wants. I agree. I can agree with that. That's, that's- that's a fair assessment. All right, before, before we jump out of here, um, as we hit the 9 o'clock spot, the lady in the ear keeps telling me, um, I want to make sure that, A, make sure you guys are checking out Race Chat Live every Tuesday night right here on Race Chat Live. If you missed it last night, they talked about Austin Dillon and his 90 porn star mustache, Ron Jeremy, mm-hmm. um, Weed in the Coliseum, um, Kyle Bush packing in Cancun. There was a lot of things they got into last night, so make oh, sure yeah, you guys check got, out Race Chat Live. Cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. i seen that. Race Chat Live, Tuesday nights, 8 o'clock. Make sure you guys check that out. Make sure you guys check out our site. If you missed any of the shows, go to www.the110nationsportsradionetwork.com. Um, it's got all the shows on there. It also can send you to whatever link. Um, say you use iHeartRadio, Spotify, um, whatever app you use to listen to podcasts, you can just Click on the tab, send it there. It'll send you there, and then you can follow it there or like it there or whatever, so that way um, it'll notify you there, and you can just catch it on whatever app you use to listen to uh, uh, different podcasts. Um, you guys can follow us on Facebook, 110 Nation Sports. You can follow my personal fan page, Mr. CJ Sports. Uh, Mario, let them know where they can find your store, your uh, your page for it, um, and where the your website. You can find us in uh, Rayford, North Carolina at 1318 Highway 401 Business. And you can find us on Facebook and Instagram at Caroline Sports Plus and on the website at carolinesportsplus.com. Had another wonderful time tonight right here in the sports, uh, Carolina Sports Plus studio. Glad to uh, have a new home in the the Carolina Sports uh, Plus studio. Looking forward Mm -hmm. to be sitting here next Wednesday night talking about Super Bowl. I'm um, talking about how the Kyrie Irving trade worked out amongst many, many other topics. Um, Eight o'clock next week, Wednesday night. Make sure you guys are here. Until next time.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.